Hey everybody, welcome back to Explain Like I'm 5, the podcast where we take the questions you always wanted to ask and talk about them in a way that's easy to understand. We're your hosts, I'm Tim. And I'm Kevin. So Kevin, today we're talking about a scientist that many five-year-olds may recognize, and his name is Albert Einstein. So Einstein's famous for a number of things, but uh, none as much as the formula E equals MC squared. Why is Einstein's E equals MC squared such a big deal, uh, such that everybody has heard about it? How important was it really, and why did Einstein get a Nobel Prize for it? Ah, it's one of those days where you're really testing me and our listeners to make sure we're on our toes, right? (laughs) You are on your toes, Kevin. That's good. So the great Albert Einstein, you know, actually, he didn't... He did not get the Nobel Prize for the famous E equals MC squared. Mm-hmm. But he did come up with it in the same year as he won the Nobel Prize. It all happened in 1905, and it's basically called Einstein's Year of Miracles. If you can believe it, in one year, he published a series of papers that changed modern physics with at least three major breakthroughs. The first one was about the particle theory of light And this is what won him his Nobel Prize. The second led to people accepting the existence of atoms. And the third is what introduced special relativity, E equals MC squared. And can you believe it? He was 26 years old that year. Okay, so we don't have time to explain all of Einstein's papers, but can we just explain E equals MC squared uh, and why it is so important? Yeah, well, you could say it is the discovery that made possible things ranging from the smartphone in your pocket to big things like modern power plants. It came about because Einstein was trying to settle a debate in the scientific community. Hugely important. And the question is not asked enough. So can we explain like I'm five? Oh, well, Tim, I'll try my best. So... E equals mc squared, it's a formula that represents the relationship between energy and mass. And in the years before this theory, basically, scientists thought that when two or more substances underwent a change, you know, we call this a system, the mass of all the inputs would equal the mass of all the outputs. Basically, stuff would not be magically created or destroyed. But agreeing to this had scientists really differing on what the energy output of the system would be. Okay, so energy had been thought of as mechanically separate and unrelated to mass. Yeah, that's right. That's kind of the world that Isaac Newton assumed from the 1700s all the way until the early 1900s. So what was the debate that Einstein was trying to settle? Well, in the years leading up to Einstein's discovery, Some scientists started realizing that if you give up on keeping mass the same through some change, you can use a similar principle to ensure the energy of the inputs essentially match the energy output by the system. I see. So Einstein proposes in his paper that the relationship between energy and mass is a ratio where the energy of a system is equal to the mass times the speed of light squared. Yes, yes, yes. So if this is true then mass and energy are basically the same thing, but in different forms. It also means that everything around you 
has a lot of pent-up energy just by virtue of existing. It's starting to look like big, unstable atoms like uranium, well, might have a lot of energy inside them. So if you could find out how to convert one of those atoms into energy, a very small thing can give you a lifetime of electricity. And by extension of that, a big explosion, if released all at once. Now we get to atom bombs and nuclear bombs. Yep, yep. So long story short, EM equals MC squared gave us the bedrock for the last 100 years of technological advancement, nuclear power, the ability to destroy the planet, and some other really cool tools for analyzing light. Some people say that E equals MC squared is even responsible for, say, smartphones. Why would that be the case? Oh, well, E equals MC squared and general relativity um, opened up a whole body of work on quantum physics. And there's a technique here called quantum tunneling used in microcircuitry, which basically allows for things like solid-state memory and your flash drives and smartphone hard drives. These devices, they all use this quantum tunneling effect under certain conditions to manipulate where the electrons are, and therefore where information is stored on a very, very small level. Now, there is a story about how Albert Einstein learned algebra, which I thought was quite interesting. Oh yeah, that's a really funny one. Um, so as a child, Einstein's uncle Jacob introduced him to algebra and called it a merry science. He compared algebra to hunting a little animal. And you didn't know the name of the animal, so you called it X. Uh, and when you finally caught the animal or discovered the right number, you finally gave it the correct name. Okay, so a final one to end with. When we think of Einstein, we picture this uh, old man with his tongue sticking out. If all of these major discoveries were made when he was age 26, why do we always remember him in that photo of himself in, in his 70s? Oh yes, the iconic Einstein sticking his tongue out photo was actually his annoyed reaction to paparazzi, who were all asking him to smile on his 72nd birthday. Um, it achieved cult status, you know, mostly because Einstein himself asked for a cropped version of that photo and then ordered many, many prints and proceeded to send them to all his friends. Mm -hmm, I see. Did you learn something new? If you did, send us an email. We are at eli5, the podcast at gmail.com. We love hearing from you, especially when you have suggestions for us on future topics. As always, thank you to the community at r slash explain like I'm five, and we will see you all next week.